This is Sadiq, and you're listening to the Prove Me Wrong podcast, which is a sports-related podcast where I'll discuss a wide range of topics from the NFL, NBA, and collegiate athletics happening every Tuesday morning. What's up, America? So it's the divisional round. You got the AFC, you got the NFC. We're going to kick it off with the Texans Ravens. And then obviously we got the 49ers hosting later tonight. And then the the uh, the games tomorrow, which is the Bucks at Lions and then Chiefs at Bills. But this, this today is a very stressful day. See, I had to bring on my boy Jimmy. My boy Jimmy has not been on the podcast this season. You know, he's been he's been working hard. You know, me and him have conflicting schedules. But I said, Jimmy, I need you on today. Not the AFC Championship game. I didn't need you during the season. But this one, the first one, I need you on because Baltimore is having the Texans in the bank. The road to the Super Bowl in the AFC has to go through Baltimore. So I had to get Jimmy on because, you know, he's been texting me. Me and him have a group chat. He's been texting me. He said, hey, I'm nervous. Bro, I'm nervous. So, Jimmy, thank you for coming on the show. How you feeling right now before we get into the Ravens, Texas? How are you feeling right now? Well, I'm feeling great. First of all, it's an honor to be on. Um, Sadiq, you. great to see you. Great to see uh, you. Before I jump into my feelings, we got to we gotta do a shout out one time to Sadiq. Sadiq is a graduate. So disclaimer, if he says anything crazy, just pardon him. Is that new money talking? <laughs> but um, honestly, I'm feeling a little nervous. I, I feel I feel I feel great about the season. Obviously, right. one seed, right. home field, Lamar MVP. Right. Um, but we've been here before. You know, 2019, right. we were here. The Ravens have, um, you know, they've they've yet to clear the hurdle um, of really bringing their best. Uh, uh, performances from the regular season and carrying that over to the playoffs. So me, along with all of Baltimore, I've been having night sweats all week. <laughs> yes. Okay. I like, yes. I've been, I've been dreaming, thinking, praying, uh, but the day has come upon us. And I actually, now I'm feeling the sense of peace. I think we got this. Okay. So just so you guys know, the game is at four 30 I had Jimmy come on two hours before the podcast, uh, before the game. So this podcast is being recorded right around two two fifteen. Um, so when you look at the Ravens this season, you look at what they've done. You know, honestly, you can probably say that they should have only lost like about one or two games. The amount of games that they lost um, was pretty much on them as opposed to the other teams. Um, That's right. And, and you look at twenty nineteen. Do you think this team is better than twenty nineteen's team? Absolutely. I, I will say this. They're one, they're, I think, one, uh, so there are three reasons that this team is better than 2019. One, I would say the best players on 2019, the best players on that team were very young. Yeah. Um, the right. best players on this team are a mix of young guys, but experienced guys as well. So right. I think that always helps, especially in the playoffs when it's one and done. So that's one. Right. Number two, I would say this team is more multiple, right? Um, yes. In 2019, the formula was get a lead, 
Yeah, get and, a lead. And just, and just stick the ball through out it, the right? Exactly. Just run the ball and just, like, play mistake-free football. I've seen this team come back from being down uh, against the Rams. I've seen yeah. this team start off slow. Not, not that much this season, but the level of adversity – um, the way they can play through the run, they're still the top rushing team, but also yeah. they can play from behind through the pass. Yep. The way their defense is good and their uh, offense is good um, right. across both the passing defense, the passing offense, the pass, uh, the running defense and the running offense. And then I would say, finally, I would say all levels of both the offense and the defense are great. I think in 2019, we were good in the offensive line trenches. But our D-line and our linebackers were kind of okay. Like, we had Josh Bynes um, as a linebacker in the 2019. We had Chuck Clark in the back. But here, we have two all-pros in the linebacker group. We have an all-pro at a D-line, Justin Madubike. We have yes. Kyle Hamilton. We have uh, Marcus Williams. And then on the offense, we obviously have uh, the presumed uh, MVP. So we just have a bit more contingency and I think we can play in a multiple in a multiple way like if we start off you know down 10 nothing I don't think the game is over in 2019 okay. yeah the game once the over. tight ends what you know it was there so that's two and then finally I would say the coaching is much better this year. <laughs> don't wait, get wait, me wait, started the coaching, on <laughs> the coaching the, the coaching, coaching. The oh, wait, 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 hold on. Just for people to know, this man, and he's and he's on record, so it's not like we I'm I'm, I'm making something up. This man wanted Harbaugh gone. I and did. He's saying the I did. explain yourself, please. I did. Well, I will say, I will say, listen, if you're not a good chef, then hire some good chefs. <laughs> if, if you're not, if you if you're not a good engineer, then hire some good engineer. If you're not romantic, then then get your homegirl who's romantic and have her plan. <laughs> you know, the, your, your girl's birthday. And my problem with Harbaugh was that he was doing what Albert Einstein called insanity, doing the same thing and expecting okay. different results. Mm -hmm. But this year, I saw him take a leap of faith. I saw him get rid of Greg Roman, which was difficult because, you know, Greg Roman and that regime did win um, during the regular season. But right. anyone with two eyes could see that they had to win in a specific way. Yes. And what he do, he went and he got Todd Monkin from uh, Georgia. From, from Georgia. And yep, this guy back has back won back-to-back -back championships. Mm -hmm. This guy has been in the thick of things. And you can see. And um, and then on the defensive hand, you know, he got rid of Wink. Everybody thought Wink was the best thing since sliced bread. And you just go ask a Giant fan what they think about Wink. Rush right about now. They'll tell you it's a lot of glitz. But when it comes to substance, you know, right. like, you, you know, you know, his MO, he's going to blitz. It, you. He's going to blitz for better or for worse. Um, now and he's, you it, know, he's, he's it, looking for a job now, right? Exactly. He's looking for a job now. And instead, you know, the Michigan pipeline has done us well. Uh, Mike, <laughs> Mc, Mike McDonald has come over the fold. And I will say, you know, so John Harbour has done a good job. You know, he's always been a CEO type of coach. He's not a Kyle right. Shanahan who like calls plays. He's right. not even a Belichick or a Pete Carroll who's a defensive guru. He's always he been kind of coming in from special teams. Up. Yeah, that's right. His core right. is special teams, and we always perennially have the special, the best special teams in the league. But he needed to see the vision. Um, right. And I'll give him credit. You know, I'm not too proud to say he's done a good job this year, but. <laughs> but but don't get me wrong. They need to win this game. They need to, they they need need to win. win. They need to win this game. And they need to win this game. One thing 
that I did see in this, um, you know, as we leading up, I know you probably have everything on alert. So you see all the no notifications. Yeah. Uh, there's two guys that, you know, I thought one in particular was going to have a huge impact on this game, but he's not playing Marlon Humphrey. Yeah. And then there was some conversation of, oh, he might have Mark Andrews back. But then yeah. it seems like the the plan, which was originally for the AFC Championship game, yeah. it looks like he'll be ready for that, but not for this week. Are you concerned at all not having, you know, your guy in Marlon Humphrey, he's one of the best in the game, and then also, you know, you guys have already won without Mark Andrews, but it's the playoffs, so you want, you know, your best players out That's there. That's right. What Absolutely. is your concern for those two guys not being there? Absolutely. I'm, 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 you know, on a scale of zero to 100, my concern is about a five. Um, okay. I okay. will say that, you know, to your question before, that's one of the advantages of this year's team mm -hmm. versus uh, 2019's team. Now, again, the Ravens can lose, but I don't think they're going to lose because those pieces are out. Like okay. Marlon, Humphrey, okay. Marlon Humphrey played eight games uh, out of a possible 17 this year, yeah. um, and we went 13 and, and four, um, yeah. with the last game really being just a wash. And then Mark Andrews, Actually, the, the advent of this like high-scoring offense has coincided with when uh, Mark Andrews went down in the Bengals game. Um, yeah. And, you know, obviously I want more weapons for Lamar, but Isaiah likely has been balling. We have a squad. And I will Dude. say Lamar's top vision. Down. Top yeah. down. That's yes. right. And Lamar's vision um, has actually been uh, – it's always been all world. Don't get me wrong. It's always been all world, but it's more – it's been more diversified. Yes. Um, with Mark Andrews, his safe blanket gone. And I will say, you know, um, that is the one thing about this team that I do appreciate across multiple positions, I guess, except quarterback. Um, you know, the backup is not really and maybe kicker like the backup is a pretty good player. So it's a deep player. Um, and that's why I think it's all the more concerning you know, if, um, if if they don't make good of this, because it is a good roster. Um, the, our backup tight ends are Isaiah Likely, who's had five touchdowns since Mark Andrews left, and then Charlie Kolar, which was a draft favorite of mine. He's pretty good. And then we've got Pat Regard, Ricard, who doubles as a fullback. And a Man, he's a fullback. <laughs> he's a fullback. He's a fullback. But, 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 but they but line him up sometimes him. as tight end, yes. That's right. That's yeah. right. And I think last, last in 2019, you know, when Mark Andrews, Mark Andrews actually had a drop in the first series. Um, but basically in 2019, you shut down the run, mm -hmm. you stop Mark, uh, Mark Andrews, and you stop Marquise Brown. That was it. This yeah. year, we've got Odell, we've got Zay Flowers, we've got Bateman, we've got Isaiah Likely, we've got Rashad Bateman. You gotta play we've got a running game, Dalvin Cook just signed. Like we, and then You're we welcome. have Roquan Smith on defense, Kyle Hamilton, all pro in the second season. Uh, you know, it's it's a it's a pretty good team. So um, with all that said, we need to win today. Right. I think I think I, I hear and, and I appreciate all your sentiments because that is true. This team is deep. This team can beat you in a myriad of ways. Um, I think the biggest thing in the offense is that, you know, they got to play them honest. Yes, you want to stop the run, but you got right. three guys, especially if you guys go 11 personnel, one tight end, three wide receivers. Where it's like, OK, pick your pick your poison. Um, you know, Zay Flowers has had a tremendous season and in any other season, he's probably the rookie of the year. But Puganakua. He's got something to say about it. And it's CJ Stroud. Even though I think Puka's going to get it because he's second team all pro um, this season. So, But when you look at this game, 
um, yeah. that's coming up. What is the yeah. key for you? If your Ravens are to win this game, what do they yeah. have to do on the offensive side and then what they have to do on the defensive side in order to win? Absolutely. Okay. I will say what they have to do to win at any cost, and I will say what they have to do to win, um, you know, in a resounding way. To win at any cost, they just have to not turn the ball over. I know that's a okay. cliche, but right, honestly, right. like like you said this year, when the the Ravens lost three times, I'm gonna I'm gonna cancel off that Steelers game because yeah, the Steelers all Steelers didn't go count. The yeah, all stars where that was week seven, week eighteen, but every game they've lost, they beat themselves up and they've turned literally, the ball. Literally, <laughs> literally, they beat themselves over and they turned the ball over. Um, right. And then you know, a couple of times this season, you know, about of the dropsies that was early in the season, but yes. a lot of the dropsies came up. But as long as they don't turn the ball over, they'll be fine. Um, <laughs> fun fact for you: of all of the minutes they played, um, the Ravens trailed for five minutes and thirty something seconds all year, um, yeah. and that's including that uh, football time. Oh yeah, and that's <laughs> the Steelers game. So that yeah. shows you that, like, if you know, if they don't beat themselves up, they should they should be in good shape. Um, the uh, the 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 other thing that I I will say uh, in terms for them to win is that I do think that all of Baltimore feels this, and I hope the Ravens don't, but they're humans, so and they might. I think that there is a mental hurdle that they need to clear in terms of playoff games. You know, it's almost right. like you remember Philip Rivers Chargers where like every year they just one of the best short, one of know? the best teams I've ever seen not win a Super Bowl. Yeah. that just never yeah. went there and it's like when they got there you know, they would kill all these teams and all the competition during the regular season and when they got there it's almost like they got tense and they didn't really play up to their potential right um so I just you know I pray I hope I think it's a it's a you know vastly different team. So a lot of the guys actually haven't experienced some of the recent trauma. Right. But I you know I will say like they need to be mentally strong. And then for them to be uh you know to have to experience a resounding win, they just need to fast uh, start fast. Yeah. So I was just fun gonna fact, say that. For, yeah, fun fact for you: in all, Lamar has started four playoff games. In all four playoff games combined, guess how many points the Ravens have scored in the first quarter combined. Three. Zero. What? <laughs> yes. Zero. So and they either me, been down or tied zero after the first quarter. Exactly after the first quarter. Exactly. Okay. And so, you know, that, that I think, you know, we can talk about why and what's the for that, you know, what what's the reason for that. But I think if they start fast, especially with this defense, right. um, and they don't turn the ball over, they should be they should be okay. So uh, I think I think those are the keys to success in my in my opinion. Yeah, I think um, if you look at um, last week, the you know the biggest shock was Green Bay being the first seventh seed going into Dallas and winning. Dallas um, didn't win the coin toss. Green Bay did, and they and typically teams say, "Hey, we'll defer it we'll, for the second half," yeah. but they said, "Nah, we want the ball." And they went down the field methodically and scored. And I and I thought about that, and I'm like. I felt like the game was won right there because now Absolutely. Dallas is back on their heels. Pressure right? is on you. Absolutely. Right. So I think if the Ravens win the coin toss today, they Absolutely. should get the ball and try to drop Because I, I, I ain't trusting I, – um, Houston, Texas defense is okay, but they're not, they're not world beaters. I think if the Ravens get the ball first and just drive down the field, score a touchdown. Score, absolutely. And then it, now it you got your piranhas – game absolutely yeah, to go Absolute. go after them yeah i, I think that that's gonna be a key and and 
another question I do have for you in terms of Lamar Jackson. Do you honestly believe, because I've been going back and forth on this, on the, do you honestly believe he should win MVP? Do you think he deserves to win MVP? Yes. Um, obviously, I'm biased. I'm a Ravens fan. I know, uh, I know. <laughs> but objectively speaking... Yeah, trying to be objective. Objectively speaking, I understand why this year is a bit tricky. Performances are down across the board. Whoever the winner is this year, you're going to compare this year's winner to the runner-up of many years, and you're going to be like, the runner-up has better stats than the winner of this year. Right. But the truth is there's always been an element of timing with how we think about MVP. There's always been an element of expectations with how we think about MVP. Obviously, the statistics count. And then, like, the big wins in key spots. Yes, yes. Right? That That 49ers game, yeah. That's right. That 49ers game, literally, because everybody thought the 49ers, I mean, they were blowing all the teams out. And Lamar literally put the team on his back and then came back five touchdowns against the Dolphins. And then that sealed it. That was good. That was hard. That was hard to beat. Now, you know, I think the, um, I think, I actually think Brock Purdy should be in the conversation. I do. I think uh, Dak Prescott has a good, had a good statistical season. I don't really love the Bills. In fact, I dislike the Bills, if I'm being honest. But Josh (laughs) Allen rallying the team, you know, from the depths of, you know, the lottery, basically. Lottery adjacent. Right, exactly. Lottery adjacent to the playoffs, I think, has to count. But honestly, if you look at Josh Allen's stats, um, late during the year, they weren't great. Like they no, were they winning. Just won. They just yeah, won. they were winning in spite of him, not necessarily yeah. because of him. So to right. me, you know that I mean, he was turning the ball over a lot. So that takes away this argument. That Prescott just could not beat any team that was no. good, especially had, on the road. Right? Had he beaten Miami, I think he had he been Miami, I think he would have been the favorite, and then it would have been his to lose. lose but right. again, and then he timing, won the yeah. That's right. Timing, visibility, late games, they're always part of the equation. So I think that also put Dak behind the eight ball. And then in this head-to-head match, I think going into that game, most people had Brock Purdy as the leading candidate. And what he I had mean, to do was not throw three interceptions, interceptions. or four interceptions, you know, yeah. whatever. But not only did he lose that game, he looked Poor. Yeah, he looked he looked like a deer in headlights. He looked like right. uh, Mister Relevant, he, right? He, he looked, looked like he looked like where he was drafted, right? And so, <laughs> and so I think you know all of those reasons, along with Lamar just showing out the way he did, makes it Lamar's to lose. It won't surprise me if it wasn't unanimous. Um, yeah, yeah, it's not going to be unanimous. I don't think I don't think it's going to be unanimous. But how about that? Twenty-seven uh, year old, two-time MVP QB for a guy that they said should play wide receiver. Not bad. Right. Oh, not bad. Back. They wanted him to play running back. Right. Holding. Holding said bad. he wanted to play Poland's running back. A receiver, but most people said not running back. Right. 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 And, not and, and you look back. at now Lamar. Was... Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying now he needs to cascade and transfer some of that regular season success to the playoffs, and I think he will. He'll be fine. Yeah, but but guys that won multiple MVPs have won the Super Bowl at some point. Payton, That's Payton, right. Tom Brady, Joe Montana, Absolutely. you have Aaron Rodgers. So like there is a like, you know, if you're ca- if you're forecasting, there is a good chance that he will hoist it. The guy I I'm, if I I'm not a voter, I know you're not a voter, but if I was voting, me personally, I would say this is the year that the running back got to get it. CMC Christian McCaffrey. Like 21 touchdowns, 
close to 1500 yards then you have the about 600 yards receiving like without him they don't like you saw Brock Purdy without him he looked pedestrian and I he only missed one game um I thought that you know Christian McCaffrey should be the MVP but that's just my personal opinion I'm not I'm not gonna say anything wrong about Lamar yeah as the road through the Super Bowl goes through the bank and he had a lot to yeah. do with it but I just yeah. felt like we don't have to give it to a quarterback like we don't yeah. have to you know um so yeah yeah, so my only counter arguments to that will be two things. First of all, um, you know, everybody didn't want to give it to Brock Purdy because they were like, well, this is Shanahan's offense. We've right, seen, right, right, right. We've seen Jimmy G do this, uh, you know, with, right. you know, and he's taking them to Super Bowl. Well, mm. you can kind of say the same thing as well without CMC. They were winning games. They were going to the Super Bowl. Um, so to me, it's like, okay, even if he's benefiting from the system, you can't, you can't use the fact that, you know, you can't use that same argument. You have to be consistent. Birdie, right? You have, you to, have be to be consistent. That's yeah, right. Yeah. So that's one. And two, when not, I agree with you, you know, it probably should not be a quarterback driven award, but historically it's been the quarterbacks on the best teams. Yeah, and when yeah, it's yeah, yeah, not, yeah. when it's not, it's because somebody that's not a quarterback did something historical right 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 like historical like you know, like LT. Broke, yeah right, like right. broke a record Don alexander right, right. exactly like, like yeah. they literally would break so i was okay like bringing in tyreek to the fold when he was on track right to right break and i receiver. thought i thought i was like oh he might be able to pull it off if he that's if right he and then he megatron's got record i would have been like okay yeah that's right and then he got hurt so for Christian McCaffrey, he had an amazing season, a yeah, phenomenal season, but just um, you know, it was not historical, not even right, close. Right. I, I get it. I, it. It was a good year, but it wasn't. It wasn't LC. like it yes. Was, it it like, it's not like he had like nineteen hundred yards, hundred yards exactly uh, passing. You know, that's I get what you're saying. That's one. And then when they played the Ravens, right? Like he looked okay. He didn't look. He looked okay. And then after the game was at a certain point, he was just not that relevant anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you hit the quarterback had to bring you up. So yeah, I think yeah, yeah. I do I think there's some positional bias towards the MVP vote, and perhaps that means you know there should be a different award, maybe like you know most valuable player and then most outstanding uh, right, player, right, right. That, like that, that. That's a good point. Yeah. So, but point. but I understand that there's an argument to be made. If he got first place votes, I would not be mad. I would be surprised if Lamar didn't win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm not saying that Christian will win it or he. Sh I think he should, given what he, he has to do for his team. But I'm not gonna be shocked or appalled that Lamar. That's right. Wins it. What when, when Lamar. Swiss cheese, the Dolphins. I was like, yeah, that's our MVP, and that's right. Deal with it, that's you know? right. That's um, right. So I, I'm not gonna ask you for a score. I know who you want to win. All Absolutely. I'm gonna say is, um, I'm gonna tell you. You know, I typically make my predictions at the beginning of the year, and you asked me in our text like, oh, what what's your predictions for the Super Bowl once the playoffs started? I said early in the season it's gonna be Ravens 49ers, and yeah. I just want to say you did. Like, from a from a from a actual like and we might you know it takes about two weeks to see if i'm actually going to be right but right. the narratives one narrative is going to die if that's the super bowl and that's right. and i, I want to just go with you before we go into the other games the number one that's narrative right. is if the ravens win no more talk about mobile quarterbacks can't win right like that's I, dead right? right you have a two-time mvp and at that time and then at, at that point if the ravens win 
you would think he probably is going to win Super Bowl MVP and he would have Absolutely. been a champion, right? The other, the other narrative is if the 49ers were to win, well, you can't win if your running back is one of the highest paid, right? That yes. narrative would be dead. So That's one of those right. narratives, if those, if those teams meet again, that would be the narrative. One of those narratives is going to die. Um, That's right. And I think the other sneaky narrative um, is, you know, traditional that, that might die if the Niners win is that traditionally you built your um, team around kind of an elite, high-earning quarterback, right? That's true. Um, and you, you know, you you build a team around him, but he's your leader. I think the 49ers model is a little different. It's almost it like is. they're kind of playing, you know, they're, they're replacing quarterbacks. Quarterbacks, almost, yeah. It's like running but backs. They're they quarterbacks like running backs. <laughs> That's right. They're, they're building right. a team around him. And I think there are different ways to, you know, to skin the cat. If you have the drafting, you have the pieces around you. Right. You know, what's not to say that, you know, you can, you can take a very good, but, uh, not elite quarterback to get there if you have a full team. I but think Jimmy, that that it would be cool for that narrative to die. But Jimmy, well. let's be real. It's not like the 49ers didn't want to. They gave up the house and the farm for That's Trey Lance. True. And they, they didn't did. have, so they lucked up into you know they Mr. did, Relevant. they did, but 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 I think if the 49ers win, for example, some team like the Jets, right? Obviously, Aaron Rodgers. I'm just using them as an example. You have a squad around. Right, 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 right. Like, let's go get Kirk Cousins. We can still win this thing. You know what I mean? Not the Jets specifically, but like another team, team, right? Like another team. Yes, any team that has kind of a squad, you know, like it's like, you know, ready to go. If them or uh, the Lions with Jared Goff win it, it's like, you know, that's also a template for how that's to build true, a team. That and that yeah. might honestly be a bit more sustainable because the whole thing about quarterbacks is like you saw with the Bengals, you saw with some of these other teams. Once If your quarterback gets hurt, then your season's almost Goal over. You know? you so you can de-risk. That's right. right. So you can de-risk the formula a bit if you put your cards on the table by building an entire team and then limit the risk to just the one position. Fair enough, fair enough. No, that's best to put me wrong, or else you gonna be walking out. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you um, you know, go to the other three games. Yeah. Packers, 49ers, quickly. Um, who you think is gonna win and what do you think um the score is gonna be? That's right. So this is a tricky game. This is uh, my upset alert for the week. Um, oh, I know, okay. I, know. I will say the 49ers are a better team. The 49ers are a better team. But right. I will say if the Packers come with that Cowboys energy, they're just like so young that they're courageous and they have, you know, they're just playing to their talent because they're playing with house money. Right. I do think the 49ers are the team where if they get down 10 or 14, they're done. So they're Check. a front runner. They're, they're, yeah, they were the Ravens on 2019. Yeah, exactly. Check okay. Kyle Shanahan's record. Like, you yeah, know, yeah, 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 yeah. like when he's down, he can't win. So I I listen, I, I it would it would um they're an upset alert because I think the game has a start a very specific way. You talked about them winning the top coin toss, receiving it, going down and score. Boy, if right. they do that, they'll win. But the 49ers probably should be should be favored. So this is my upset of the alert of the week. I would say Green Bay 27, um, 49ers 14. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm going with the 49ers. I think they're going to win. I think this is a bad matchup for the Packers. Um, Interesting. Because the 49ers have had their um, – they've had their number for the last couple of years. Um, yeah. 
So that I, was with A Rod, though. Right, that is true. That was with A Rod. But though I feel like those Packers teams were better than this Green right. Bay team. But That's we'll fair. see. I, I got the pack. I got. I got this. Uh, honestly, I think this is gonna get ugly. I think it's gonna be a 34-14 kind of game. Interesting. I got a forty. Forty nine. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Okay. Bucks, Lions in Detroit. Who you got, and what's your score? Oh, this is probably my lock of the week. Um, Ooh. This is probably my lock of the week. I, I would say the Ravens game is, but I'm biased. So uh, outside of the Ravens game, this is my lock of the week. Uh, okay. Detroit for sure. Detroit for sure. I think okay. they're multiple offensively. Yep, they are. Their, their, their defense is a little tough. Um, you know, it's a little rough. It uh, is. Yeah, they give up too many Tampa, big plays. Yeah. That's right. They give up a lot of big plays. And Tampa, you know, has the weapons. Yep. But I think ultimately, um, you know, these b- both of these teams are feel-good stories. They are. You know? They're feel-good so, stories. You know, Especially really feel, That's yeah. right. Especially Detroit. But I do think um, what I saw with that team, with a hobbled Sam Laporta, um, showed me that, uh, you know, they are they're, they're multiple enough um, right, to put right, pressure. Right. So I'll take the Lions – 31 and the Bucks 13. Wow, because um they played this season um uh, in the regular season. Detroit won 20 to 6. Um yeah. going with Detroit. I think that fan base is eager for an NFC championship game. They'll have yeah. to go to the 49ers based on my calculations, but on your calculations, the Packers yeah. would go to go to them for a divisional yeah. NFC championship game. Championship. Um, yeah. I think Detroit wins. I think it's gonna be a, mo- a much closer game. I got it 26 yeah. 20. Um, okay. I, I do think that the, the the biggest difference is I think Baker's going to turn the ball over, and I think yeah. that will fuel the Detroit Lions. Okay, yeah. nightcap tomorrow. Uh, probably the one that I think most people are looking forward to seeing because yeah. of the rivalry, I guess, but yeah. it's not really a rivalry until the other side wins. But yeah, Chiefs sir. now heading to Buffalo as opposed to having all the games at Arrowhead playing right. the Buffalo Bills. Who you got and what's your score? Oh, this is a good one. This is the probably the granddaddy of them all. They um, are. It's the granddaddy of them all. It's the granddaddy of them all. I think the Bills should be favored. Okay. I think the Bills should be favored. But if I look down and I say, hey, who's got the better head coach? Andy Reid. Kansas City. Who's got the better quarterback? Patrick Mahomes. Who's got the better defense? Kansas, Kansas City. City. <laughs> so, you know, Josh Allen, I think to win this game, is going to have to put his cape on. The thing with Josh Allen is sometimes when he puts his cape on, he crashes. Right? He, he, cries, he starts to throw fits. But yes. I think that's what's going to be required to win. So give me Kansas City. Oh, by the way, fun fact. Uh, Kansas City is not, outside of the Super Bowl, Kansas City has not let up 30 points in a game for like almost two calendar years. Outside of the Good. game versus Philly. Um that and I think Philly's that the the defense is good and it's young. The only concern I have about Kansas City, obviously, besides you know their drops um, by their wide receivers, is you know this is really the first playoff game um, and on the road for the regime. Yeah. I, I I'm not concerned about it for Pat Mahomes. I'm concerned about it because they else. have a young team. Yeah, yeah they have a young true. team. That is true. But listen, until Josh Allen beats. Uh, uh, Pat Mahomes in a playoff game, and until Sean McDermott beats Andy Reid uh, in a playoff game, I'm going with Kansas City. Give me Kansas City 24, Buffalo 20. Okay, um, I'm I'm with you. I, I got bu- I got Buffalo losing to Kansas City unless you slay the beast. 
don't talk to me about no rivalry. So uh, this to me is kind of <laughs> like uh, Colts, uh, Patriots, until Peyton Manning slayed the beast, I'm not yeah. going to believe it. And then after he slayed the beast, they couldn't touch him. When he went to Denver, yeah. Patriots couldn't touch him. Um, yeah. so I have KC winning. Um, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game just like yours, 24-20. Um, um, I think the Bills uh, get knocked out, and I think KC uh, goes on uh, to, to Baltimore. And and that's what my AFC Championship game was. It was just in Kansas City, not in, not in Baltimore. <laughs> I see. I yep. see. I, I would listen. That would be a, that would be a, that would be a dream come true. So right. um, I'm hoping we're both right. And we have the same score in the Kansas city Buffalo game. So yep. that would be so funny. Yeah, I think it's going to be a slow, lower game. Um, I agree. Coming on. I just have Absolutely. one question to ask you. No yes, explanation. Sir. Just quickly. You, you, I know you're looking at these coaching circles. You see Bill Belichick being interviewed by the Falcons. You see John Harbaugh uh, being viewed by other teams. Where do Jim you Harbaugh. See, Jim Harbaugh, my apologies. Jim yep. Harbaugh. Yep. What is your gut telling you where these two two coaches are going to land for the upcoming season? Where are they going to be coaching? Bill Belichick, Falcons. Okay. Jim Harbaugh, Chargers. Okay. I'm a, I, I think... I think all this Falcon stuff is a ruse until I, I just can't, I just can't see somebody going there 28, three and now coaching that team. I just can't see it. I can't, really? see, it. I can't see it. I'm a, I'm a go. I'm a do wild card. I'm a go. Jim Harbaugh is going to coach the charges. I feel like that's a close, close case, but Bill Belichick commanders. 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 Command for so I don't Commander. know why, but for some reason, I just have the commanders. I just feel like commanders. You're given a lot of cap space. You got a new ownership. I just I don't know. I just mm, I just can't so get I'll, that out I'll, of my I'll, head. I'll, I'll take 10 seconds to, to respond to that. My initial <laughs> my initial reaction is that Bill is driven partially. I think I forget how many wins he is away from Don He's like Schuller. 12. He's like 12. He's at 12, yeah. yeah, yeah so I think, like I think he wants to get to a team that is kind of ready to set go. at the key spots and um, and also does not have a difficult division. I think the problem with That's me fair. thinking about the commanders is, you know, you got like every year somebody new wins that. It's just a very competitive division. Yes, that is. Um, You're right. You're right. You're and, right. Um, and uh, you know, he might be having like Mac Jones PTSD. I don't know if he wants to start over with the new quarterback. Although, as That's I say fair. that, he might have to do that with the anyway so right 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 so yeah so we'll see but thank you for coming on i appreciate it um, thank you sir go ravens go <laughs> the subscribe bank. to the pod right 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 what they be talking about best to prove me wrong or else you gonna be walking out i ain't got time to hear what they be talking about best to prove me wrong or else you gonna be walking out walking out once again thank you for listening to yet another episode of prove me wrong if you ever want to get on a show, if you ever have any comments, you can DM me or you can comment me at my Instagram, prove me wrong underscore podcast, and I'll be waiting for your comments.